Tidily do, it's episode 22. The jingles are making a comeback, lads. At least for this episode. For future episodes, I'm not so sure. Anyway, I was going through old episodes of mine. Actually, before I even talk about that. Bit of a content warning on this one, lads. Um, This one's going to be a bit heavy. I don't know exactly what I'm going to say, but I do know the topic. That's generally the gist for these solos. Um, So this one's going to be a bit heavy. Now, part of me wants to say if you're a bit down, if you're a bit depressed, if you're not exactly on the crest of a wave, maybe skip this episode. That's, That's what a part of me wants to say. A bigger part of me wants to say and thinks that this episode is with you in mind and it's specifically for you so definitely do listen to it now i'm going to i'm going to create a midpoint there of sorts okay what i'm going to recommend people who aren't doing particularly well at the minute do is listen to this at a time of the day that's not as shit as the other times of the day okay so if if you're run down for whatever reason or depressed or if you've got if life's getting on top of you and the walls are fucking caving in you and all that jazz your life, odds, odds are your life is a bit shit, okay? But no matter how depressed you are, there's parts of your shit days that are less shit than other parts, okay? So pick your least shitty part of the day to maybe listen to this, okay? Don't listen to this and then go to bed, okay? Now, it's not going to be too fucking heavy, but there is a, a heavy enough bent on it. So just I want to put that warning out there um, front and center. Anyway. It started off quite positively, this episode and the story. So I was going back over previous episodes of mine. I was looking to see when I changed from doing the the daily kind of motivational thing and getting out of your own way and incremental steps and all that. I did that kind of daily for a while and I wanted to find out when I went from there to talking about the ancient civilizations and human history and all that jazz because there's there's somewhat of a difference there. The first 10-odd episodes are they're very independent you could you could listen to them in any order they're not congruent well they are congruent sorry but they're not in sequence say like you could listen to number six then number two then number three then number one and it wouldn't make much difference now when i get into the the history of our species and the things there is more of a narrative to that there's a you know we started out as australopithecus in ethiopia and then we, you know, we moved across the continent of Africa and then we spread into Europe. And so there's there's a narrative there. And that's helped me immensely. It's made them easier to do, more enjoyable, more flowy and all the rest of it. And I can kind of plan somewhat into the future. Like at the minute, everything that's been recorded has been recorded for the next day. So it means that when you wake up in the morning, boom, your that episode of today is already live. And it just takes the fucking pressure off me because it doesn't matter if I record something at 7 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night, it's still live at 5 o'clock in the morning the next day. So I'm not fucking rattling around my head going, oh, it's fucking lunchtime and I haven't recorded anything. Oh, it's 5 o'clock in the evening and I haven't recorded anything. Oh. You know how it goes. Maybe you don't. But that's how it goes for me at times. But anyway, so when I was going back over... The episodes. Now, I wasn't even listening to them. I was literally just skimming through the numbers and reading the blurb that, atta- that accompanies the episodes. So, all the episodes, if you're listening to this in podcast land, have a picture attached to them and they have a blurb. Both are relatively important. Um, actually, crucially important. I think you should definitely 
have a look at the picture and read the blurb before you start an episode. But anyway, I digress. I was reading the blurb on number six, and there's a particular paragraph that I'm going to read here. It's just a line or two. Where have we gone? Okay, so, quote, I've committed to making this six-week lockdown... I'm going to start that again. I've committed to making this six-week lockdown a launch pad for the 2020s. A new decade is ahead of us, and what better way to start it than with a reset? End quote. I read that, and I went, yeah! Fucking go, Fran! Woo! It really put a fuck a pep... It really put a pep in me step. And I think the two uh, most salient words are launchpad and decade. There's something about, you know, having a launchpad for the coming decade. It's like, fucking yeah, man, get after it. And it really fucking, it kind of vitalized me. It, it, it reminded me of the confidence and the enthusiasm that I would have had when I wrote it. And it, re, it reinvigorated me and I was fucking, I was like, yeah, I'm fucking doing good with this fucking new series and fuck, yeah, fucking get after it, lad. Well done, you know. Gave me a little... Uh, pat on the head and then shortly after in a period of time denoted in seconds I started thinking oh god was that just a flash in the pan because like I haven't felt like that on a daily basis since by any stretch of the imagination like I don't I like having written that I haven't woke up every morning going yeah fucking come on 20 fucking 21 you cunt you know I haven't been fucking full of enthusiasm for the, the coming weeks and months and never mind the next decade. I'm not particularly excited about tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? And it was just the negative thoughts started fucking flooding in and I was started thinking, I was like, oh fuck, like am I am I giving people false hope going on about fucking incremental improvements and getting out of your own way and you know, well for me to fucking say it. Like I'm fucking, you know, a, a straight white male for a start, if you want to go down that road and you know both my parents were literate and, you know, relatively healthy. And, you know, I, I grew up in a, a part of the world that isn't on fire. And all these different things it have enabled me to do what I do. But that doesn't mean that I, that, that doesn't give me the right to go online and say, oh, you know, if you want it, you can go get it. You know, if I can do it, you can do it too. And I just started fucking, as soon as I fucking went up, I fucking came crashing down. It was me that loves my analogies, it was like wielding a hammer above your head only to fucking slam it back down. So like that elevation and heart rate that that, that reading that little paragraph gave me, it, it gave me a little rush of adrenaline, but, but that soon turned into a fucking anxiety pump. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Just fucking filling me and fueling me with negativity. And it was just, it was just fucking awful. It was just one of those shitty fucking moments. And it reminded me of something that I've, uh, it reminded me of something I wrote a couple of years ago. Where is it? Um, I have it on the wall here. For I still struggle, it's not easy. No one's life is free and breezy. And that's part of, fuck it, I have it on the wall here. Um, I wrote this about two and a half years ago, there thereabouts. Uh, shout out to Juliana Pena for immortalising it in canvas. Julie, uh I actually, I actually commissioned Julie to do it for me. Um, it's the second piece of art that she's actually made for me. I, I love that idea of commissioning people who are talented to get paid for their talent, essentially. But look, she wrote my poem on a, 
a canvas and she wrote one in calligraphy. Calligraphy is just a fancy word for fancy writing, but it's really tastefully done. It's it's really well done. I love it. I'm fucking more than happy with it. Again, shout out to Juliana Pena, past guest in front of the show. Um, but yeah, I wrote this, was it two and a half, three years ago? And I, fuck it, I'm just going to read it out here. It's called The Start Or, as in like The Start Or something else. So the title of it is The Start Or. How's it going? What's the crack? You've heard these questions and answered back. But you knew what was intended. Answered cordially. No one's offended. But more than some of you dies inside. They take their toll. Incessant lies. It's on your feed. The front page. So open up. Exhale the rage. Talk about it. Tell a friend. Soon enough you'll be on the mend. But if you had a friend to talk to, you wouldn't fucking be here, would you? All alone in a crowded place. Traversing the jumps of this rat race. Stay the same and just tell lies. They'll keep you distracted and no one dies. Distractions can be badly needed. Especially for a brain overheated. A change of scene, a change of pace. Might keep that noose from round your face. Something different, something new. Might stop your head from turning blue. I know these things, been there before. It's just a warning, nothing more. I've been lost, out of sync. Tightrope walking. On the brink. I come to you, no cure to share. I wouldn't try, I wouldn't dare. For I still struggle, it's not easy. No one's life is free and breezy. But if there's something to be said, you'll want to hear it and not be dead. It's ten years on from not taking my life. This coming summer makes herself the wife. For we've got greatness hidden beneath, often behind gritted teeth. So stick with it, there'll be better days, a million times better in a million ways. Would you this Christmas reach out to a friend? It could be the difference between the start or the end. Again, shout out to Juliana and Penna uh, for immortalising that in Canvas. The sentence I want to draw your attention to is For I still struggle, it's not easy. No one's life is free and breezy. I don't want this podcast or whatever author lead has become, to become an audio version of social media. And what I mean by that is, one of the biggest problems I have with social media is that it, it, it highlights all the best parts of people's lives and it puts it up front and centre. And it gives the impression, the lasting impression, that whoever's on social media posting stuff have just the best lives ever. And I don't want that... And I don't think I am. I don't think I'm doing it. I don't think I am adding to it. But I'm glad I'm conscious of not adding to it. So I can see how somebody might see, how somebody might be listening to my recordings and going, fucking hell, your man Frano is somebody, like, you know, he fucking, he was suicidal years ago and, you know, he's he's gotten his shit together and he's gotten out of his own way and he has a business and a podcast and he started up an MMA gym and Jesus, like, he's fucking flying it. And don't get me wrong, I am flying it. Okay, I have a fucking a hot wife who's fucking a sound hot wife, you know, two gorgeous, healthy, smart kids, you know, brothers and sisters and me mom and fucking extended family. Like it's 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 all good, it's all fucking great. But that doesn't mean I don't have fucking bad days. Okay, and that's the wider point. It's okay to have bad days. Okay? If you're having a bad day, try and catch yourself in the middle of it. Try and notice your day is being shit have that try and have that awareness it's so important it's 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 everything 
that awareness of realizing that you're having a bad day and saying to yourself, okay, right, it's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. Today's a bad day. Yesterday wasn't nearly as bad. There's no reason to think tomorrow is going to be bad. Okay, having a bad day is perfectly fine. Having a bad week is perfectly fine. Having a bad month, you know, I wouldn't advise it. Having, you know, six, eight plus consecutive bad weeks, that's a red fucking flag, lads. You need to fucking talk to somebody. And I don't mean that you need to ring the suicide hotline, okay? Maybe you just need to tweak something in your life. Maybe you need to join a club. Maybe you need to start doing something that you haven't been doing. Maybe you need to stop doing something that you have been doing. Maybe you're smoking too much weed. Maybe you're drinking too much. Maybe you're smoking too many fags. Maybe you're staying up too late. Maybe you're not getting out of bed early enough. Like, there's 101 million different things that you may or may not be doing to fucking, you know, lift yourself up or drag yourself down. And being aware of what it is that you're doing is a huge fucking step towards rectifying it and doing more of it or doing less of it. Okay, so the wider point here, as I said, is it's okay to have bad days. Okay, and if you're if you're doing well, maybe you're on the crest of a fucking wave and you're flying it, as I am, to be perfectly frank. I'm doing really well these days. Now, that's the key piece. I'm doing really well these days. The last couple of weeks doing this this fucking podcast hasn't been without its fucking. <laughs> I wouldn't call them panic attacks, but you know it hasn't been without its anxiety. Okay, and it hasn't been without its fucking hassles and all the rest of it. But all in all, it's a massive net benefit for me. And it's been it's been great, it's been fantastic. But that doesn't mean that I wake up going, whoop the fucking do, you know, every day of the week. Okay? It's okay to have bad days, it's okay to have bad moments within good days, it's not okay to have consecutive bad weeks after week after week after week after week especially if there's no end in sight if you're stressed out your head and depressed up your fucking eyeballs because of this thing that ends in two and a half weeks time fair enough if you're in the middle of selling your house if you're in the middle of changing jobs if you're in the middle if you're in a transitional period that's fine six or seven awful weeks are you know to be expected okay that's just life but if if you're having a really difficult time and you don't particularly know why and you don't really see an end to it and all you can see is the same bad two months or the same bad previous six months extending out into infinity, red flag, lads. And now again, you know, if, if you only contact someone like Pieta House, which is a, a suicide prevention organization, only contact them if you're suicidal. There's loads of other places. I'll add a couple of links to people that you can talk to when you're not suicidal, say. Or even fuck it. If you're fucking, if you're thinking of ringing anyone, don't be afraid of who you ring. Just ring whoever. Ring your fucking granny. Ring your auntie. Ring your neighbor. Ring fucking Piet House. I don't care who the fuck you ring. But talk to somebody about it. And if you don't have anybody to talk to about it, fucking talk to me. I'm off the lead at gmail.com. Send me a fucking email what you're struggling with. I'm no psychotherapist, but I have been there before not where exactly where you are presumably but somewhere fucking similar maybe so feel free i'm off the lead at gmail.com send me a message on fucking instagram or facebook or wherever if you have no one else to fucking talk to okay reach out to someone and if you can't reach out to someone or you don't feel the need to reach out to someone someone else or me or whoever make a change make a decisive change okay so 
When was it? It wasn't the January just gone. It was the previous January. I hadn't had a good Christmas, to put it mildly. I can't remember exactly what went wrong with my life. It was just a stress with work and just life in general got me a little bit down. And I was having a really bad, I had a bad Christmas and I was having a really bad early January. And I remember feeling, I wasn't wasn't suicidal, I wasn't near suicidal. But I did feel something that was reminiscent, that reminded me of when I was suicidal. And it scared the bollocks out of me because I had kind of put my suicidalness behind me. I had said, you know, if that was 10 years ago, I've gotten over it, everything's grand, I'll be fine. But then when I got that little taste of that kind of feeling, I kind of went, fuck, I need to do something. I joined a writing group and I joined a local amenity group. I got back out running and I I changed up a couple of things in my life and I've been great ever since, you know, within reason, everything's fine. But the point being... If you're not at the point whereby you, you have to ring a fucking suicide helpline, do something about it. Don't wait until you do need to ring a suicide helpline. Okay? And again, if you're doing well, if you're on the crest of the wave, fucking reach out to someone. Okay? We rise by lifting others. Especially now. Like, dark evenings, Christmas is a tough period at the best of times, COVID's not particularly going to be or is the COVID's not going to be particularly helpful. So if you're doing well, fucking A1, man, fair play. Go check in on a couple of people, if you can, or one other person, okay? They don't have to be somebody that you have in your head as being depressed out of their head. It might be just someone you haven't contacted in a while. But if you can, reach out to somebody, make sure they're doing well, ask them, you know, Anything to look, anything you're looking forward to in the future? Are you looking forward to Christmas? You know, give them leading questions. Try and dig out of them how things are. Do, you know, do they need to, for you to call over or whatever? Now, again, calling over these days is a bit difficult with restrictions. And this is a special note to anybody who's really down and struggling. Fuck the restrictions. Okay, I don't care how many kilometers outside of the 5k you're allowed go or not go. If you're fucking that bad, fuck the restrictions. Okay, it doesn't matter. Get yourself to a friend, get yourself to a fucking cousin or uncle or auntie or whoever. Never mind restrictions. Okay, restrictions don't apply to people who are suicidal. Okay, restrictions are for people's health. All right, which gives you a free fucking pass. Okay, don't let the restrictions be the reason that you don't seek the help that you need to get. Okay, the restrictions are there for your and everybody else's health. Okay, so don't let restrictions stop you from going somewhere and meeting somebody and getting a breather and maybe getting a five minute break away from your fucking terrible life. That is perfectly acceptable. Holy shit, this got heavy and long. Fuck me, 20 minutes. Lads. This was, as I said, a checking in episode. Don't be worrying about me. I'm doing good. I'm doing very good as it happens. But that's, I suppose, this is the, the what I'm going to finish with. I'm doing great these days, lads. I have 101 different irons and 101 different fires. And they're all fucking bellowing away. Okay? Things are good in Franoland at the minute. Better than, better than they've been for ages. I'm extraordinarily hopeful for the future. As I said, I have a whole load of shit in the background um that i'm working on and it's going well but bearing all that in mind within that i still have bad days and that's okay 
Okay, that line I never really got back to. For I still struggle, it's not easy. No one's life is free and breezy. Life is fucking tough, lads. Okay, sometimes it's tougher than others. And that's a, that's a, another good point to maybe finish on. Life is tough, but sometimes are a lot tougher than others. And they're to be viewed as moments in time. Never view the shit mood that you're in as it's going to last forever. And the same for when you're doing good. If you're on the crest of the wave and you're buzzing, don't be fucked. Don't, I'm not recommending you start worrying about it all going tits up. But just appreciate it all as well with your life and enjoy it all the more. And on that note, I'll chat to you tomorrow.